You're listening to episode 93 of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be wrapping up this incredible series that we've been doing called Planning Your Most Epic Year Ever. So today is part four. If you haven't had a chance yet to catch up with parts one through three, I definitely recommend that you pause this episode and go back and listen to them in order as that is the way I intended. That is the way that I created the series so that it would build upon each strategy and you would sort of have a firm foundation going forward and then have the big picture strategy at the end. So today's episode is going to be focusing on executing that business plan that you created during the last episode. So if you are ready to get into some incredible tactics and strategies for making sure you actually follow through on your plan, then let's get started. Hey mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mom photographers out there feeling overwhelmed trying to raise a thriving family and build a profitable business you love. I'm a business and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and homeschooling mama saved by grace. So I can totally relate to the never ending to-do lists, endless hours of editing, and the trail of messes strewn across the floor. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to step into the role as CEO in your motherhood and your business. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, take some serious action, and embrace hard things for the sake of growth, then you're in the right place. Hey mama, welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be here with you today, bringing this series to a close all about planning your most epic year ever. Now again, if you're listening to the replay of this and there's not a new year up ahead, you can still apply all of these same principles. I hope that you are feeling really excited as well. I hope that you're feeling a little bit more in control of what's going to go on for you in your personal life and your business moving forward. I have equipped you with so many tools and strategies that you can use all throughout the year, and I hope that you print the workbook and look back on it and reflect on it often. So if you haven't had a chance yet to grab the workbook for episodes 92 and 93, then you can head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash epic workbook to make sure that you have all of the different workbooks that go with each part of this series. Now, if you have been a part of the series, you know how excited I have been to connect with so many of you who are listening, because as you know, I cannot see who is listening. I can only see how many of you are listening. So I would love if you would take a minute and pause this episode right now, head on over to Instagram and send me a DM. I am at the purpose gathering. And let me know that you are listening. I would love to be able to connect with you and have you introduce yourself to me. 
Also, while you're over there, I always love to have a question of the episode. This is just a great conversation starter for us. And so I would love for you to share with me what is the biggest struggle for you when it comes to executing your goals? So shoot me a DM and let me know the answer to that question. And also just say hey and let me know that you are listening. For those of you who might just be tuning in for the first time and you might be giving this podcast a try, I always love to take a minute to just introduce myself and let you know who I am and what the Purpose Gathering is all about. So my name is Ashley Freehan and I am the founder of the Purpose Gathering, which is an online community and education platform for mom photographers. So in addition to this weekly podcast, I also have a six-month group coaching program for mom photographers who are ready to take their side hustle to the next level, who are ready to step into the role as CEO in not only their business, but also their motherhood, and find that harmony between balancing both and feeling confident and clear about what their strategy is and how they can create a sustainable and profitable photography business. So if you're interested in learning more about the program, you can head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash coaching. And up in the upper right-hand corner, there is a button there where you can schedule a discovery call. I would love to hop on a call and get to know more about you and your business and where you are and where you are headed and how I can help support you in getting there. So the cool thing about this program is that it's not just education, it's also a lot of accountability and implementation. So I know as busy mamas that we tend to get enough information, but we don't always tend to know what to do with that information, and we don't always have someone holding us accountable. So I'm going to be presenting you the right information in the correct order, step-by-step through this program and allowing implementation weeks in between each lesson and coaching calls as a group where you can get very specific feedback on what it is that you are experiencing in your business right then and there. So I would love to see you inside the Side Hustler to CEO program. Okay, and before we get into the meat of the episode, I love sharing a let's get personal section where I just share with you a few things that are going on for me personally, just so you can get to know me a little bit better. So just to give you an update, I am now about 80% of the way done with the book called Siblings Without Rivalry. And I think the majority of the book is done. I'm now just listening to sort of success stories at the end, and it's so empowering. And so if you struggle at all with your children fighting, it's an incredible book. I am learning so much and I already feel like I know so much. And so it's great to have a book that actually gives you the words to say in certain situations. And it's literally a a game changer in the way that I speak to my children and not assigning them specific roles and not pitting them against each other and really fostering sibling bonding and teamwork. So I highly recommend that book. I also thought that I would give you a little update on homeschooling because I know that a lot of you that are listening 
also have the desire potentially to homeschool or you're curious about if that could ever work for you. And I just want to let you know that things are going really well. And I say that with almost like, it's almost like this joy that I feel where things are really hard, but at the same time, I love it and I wouldn't change it for the world. And so what I mean by that is that it has been a struggle for me. It has been sort of this really hard balance to find time to spend with my kids, not only just spending time with them, but actually schooling them, and then also finding time to work. And so what I did recently was sat down and just created a ideal schedule. I wrote down all of the sort of standing appointments that I have with my work and all the things that I want to do with the kids and different subjects and just created a master schedule. And that's something that has been such a gift. And it's something that seems so simple. And it was actually a friend of mine that showed me her schedule where I was like, yeah, why haven't I even done this? I was trying to keep everything in my head and I hadn't created that ideal schedule. So I definitely recommend to you that if you are feeling overwhelmed with your schedule, that you sit down and you figure out this ideal schedule that would be you know, 90% of the time would be your schedule. And again, I always like to to share this disclaimer that a schedule does not make you rigid. A schedule gives you guidelines and boundaries in order to be spontaneous and in order to be sort of free to do what you want within reason so that you're not always flying by the seat of your pants. You're not always just living life on a whim, that you have a plan and a guideline in place to get done the things that are most important to you. And then in that free time, in that pocket of time that you have left, that's when you can be more spontaneous with it. But if you, for the most part, 90% of the time stick to this scheduled routine, your life will feel much more manageable. But I am definitely going to talk more about scheduling and time blocking a little bit later in the episode. So if that's somewhere that you struggle, hold tight and I will be speaking more on that shortly. Okay, but let's go ahead and jump right into today's topic about executing your business plan. Now, I've talked about this before quite a lot in this series so far. But I feel like I'm doing you a disservice if I don't mention it again. Personal planning actually impacts the execution of your business goals. And part one of this series was all about personal planning. And then part two was all about executing that personal plan. But if you don't take the time and the steps to actually do those things, it will affect your business planning and execution. So I think it's so crucial for me to remind you how intertwined these are and how crucial it is for you to focus on both. Now, some of the things that I wanna share with you today about executing your business goals sort of overlaps with what I talked about in the execution of your personal goals. So I'm not gonna go super into detail about them, but I do wanna mention them again because I do feel like some of these 
things that I taught you in part two are really applicable in this episode as well. So I know that I have been using the word goal setting a lot, but I think that's just a sort of universal term that resonates with a lot of people. But I think what's what I really want to hit home is that goals should not be your focus, okay? Goals give us a really great starting point, but if you focus on the goals, it's going to be really hard to attain and meet that goal. So what I want you to instead focus on is systems and habits. And so again, I'm not going to go super into detail about that because I did cover that in part two, but I just want to remind you that focusing on systems is going to be what really helps you formulate a long-term habit and create a sustainable workflow for you to continue meeting those quote-unquote goals. So the next step I really want to talk about with you is making sure that you've taken the time to organize and simplify your business goals. So in last week's episode, I talked about really narrowing down your 2022 goals or your goals for the upcoming year and really getting clear on four to five big goals, those big audacious goals that you want to work towards. And then prioritizing what quarter they were going to fit into, and if they were going to be stretched across the entire year, how you could break it down into smaller bite-sized pieces for the quarter. So now that you have that done, the next step is really to organize it. So putting it into Trello, which I mentioned last week. But again, if you don't do that step and you just hear me say that and you're like, oh, that's a great idea. I should probably do that. And then you don't do it. Like this execution part is going to be impossible if you don't have it written down in a very clear way and in a in a spot that you can reference on the go. So I want to share with you really quickly my hybrid system of how I keep things organized. So I do have Trello, which is my management digitally for my schedule and my tasks. And then I also have a happy planner, which I use for time blocking, which I'm going to get into. And I also use it for organizing my notes, my goals, and also all of my systems. Okay, so let's talk about implementing systems, checklists, and workflows into your routine. And this this piece we talked about a little bit last week about having a dedicated CEO time block. And that's going to be where you really focus on the future of your business. And part of creating systems is working on the future of your business. So again, if you don't take the time to organize and simplify your plan in a easy to follow and easy to execute system, you're not going to do it. So we just mentioned that. And second of all, if you fail to make the time to create the systems and create the workflows, then again, this, this execution part will fall short all the time. So I need you to make a promise to yourself right now that you are going to do this every single week, regardless of your schedule. Pause this episode right now. Look at your schedule. Think about that ideal schedule that I mentioned at the beginning of the episode and think through, when am I going to dedicate 
two to three hours to work on my business. Not working in your business, not doing the client work and the admin and the taking the photos and the editing, like not working in the business, working on it. Put it in your calendar on repeat and never miss a date. This is going to be the most important date that you have with yourself during the week. This needs to be a time where it's quiet. And I know you might not get a lot of quiet time. And so this is going to be something that you're going to have to fight for. It could be after the kids go to bed. It could be while they're napping. It could be, you know, hiring a babysitter during this time or doing a swap with friends. So they babysit your kids one day and you babysit theirs. It could be working out something with your spouse where on the weekends, when they're home, you take a three-hour break and you go to a coffee shop or your spouse takes the kiddos out of the house and you have quiet for those two to three hours, but you need to fight for this time block. It is absolutely crucial to the execution of your business goals. Now, when you're thinking about systems, checklists, and workflows, I sort of use those words to describe the step-by-step process that each part of your business will take. So last week you listed out all the things that you, all the goals that you wanted to accomplish and you narrowed it down to four or five. And now I want you to really get even more specific about all the different tasks that it's going to take you to check off and accomplish that goal. And that is going to be how you decide how to create your systems. So if one of your big goals is to create a blog for your business and you want to produce one blog post every single week, you're going to need a very specific workflow to make that happen. So what are those steps that you're going to create? And once you have those steps, I highly recommend either putting it onto Trello in a checklist form Or what I like to do is I like to have it printed out so at a glance I can see my upcoming, well, for me, it's podcast episodes, and for you, it could be blog posts, but I like to see my upcoming podcast episodes. I like to know exactly what I'm talking about each week, and I usually plan this for the quarter. So right now, I am planning ahead for next quarter's content, and I'm thinking through, what do I want to cover in January? What do I want to cover in February? And creating that master list where I can see at a glance, I love using Trello, but there are certain parts of my business and certain parts of my workflow that I prefer to have a more um, condensed version on one page. So I don't want to have to, you know, click into a bunch of different things. So sometimes for me, it's really important to put my goals, my big audacious goals into a one page viewable sheet that I put in my happy planner. So right now, if you were to ask me what my upcoming episode is in three weeks, I could go to that sheet and tell you exactly what is on the plan. That's how detailed I want you to be with each and every one of your goals. And if you're thinking right now, oh my goodness, this sounds great, but I've always had a problem with implementing. Like this has always been my biggest downfalls. Like I have the goals, I have the dreams, I've got all that covered. I know how to create the system and the plan. I just, I can never seem to stick to it. If that's you, I want to 
remind you about the Side Hustler to CEO program. That is the program that I designed with you in mind. The mama who is struggling to implement. You have the knowledge, you have the desire, you want to take your business to the next level, but you're so worried about not doing it right, or you're so worried about not having enough time and just feeling like your time is already so limited. That program I created for you to give you space to have that accountability. Because not only do you have me as your mentor, you have a group of other mamas who get what it's like, who are going alongside you in the program and and taking action, getting off the sidelines and starting to take themselves seriously. And I want the same for you. So if any of this is resonating right now and you are wishing and hoping that you could have a community that would come alongside you and support you on this journey, we would love to be that for you. Again, the website you can go to check out more info and to schedule a call with me is over at thepurposegathering.com slash coaching. Okay, let's move on to one of my favorite strategies for executing your business goals, and that is time blocking. So I want to give you just a brief overview of what time blocking is real quick. So it's just like a budget for your money. So time blocking allocates certain times for certain tasks. It matters so much because your calendar is the most crucial tool you have. And it will help you become who you want to be. So if you're tired of living in chaos and ready to throw excuses out the window, I would love to invite you to a free masterclass called Productivity with Purpose. You may have heard about it before. I reference it a lot in my podcast episodes because I have talked to hundreds of mamas and the number one thing that they always tell me they struggle with is time. Now we all know that we have the same amount of time in a day as far as hours, right? We all have 24 hours in a day. That doesn't necessarily mean that we all have the same amount of free time or the same amount of quiet time, but we all do have the same amount of hours in our day and it's really important that you spend them wisely. I always thought that my kids were the reason my business wasn't growing as quickly as I wanted it to. I always blamed them for the lack of success in my business or what I would deem to be successful because everyone has a different view of what success looks like. But I just remember feeling like, gosh, if my kids were just gone, (laughs) like if they were out of the house, I would have so much more time on my hands. And guess what? I got what I was wishing for. Both of my kids went to school and I was like, oh my gosh, I have finally arrived. I've been waiting for this day when both of my kids are in school. Business is going to be so much better. It's going to thrive. My business is going to explode because I have all this time. And guess what happened? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing happened. I had more time to fill with things that didn't matter. I had more time to waste. I had more time in my schedule and it didn't change anything. 
So what I learned in that time was that it's not a time issue. It was a focus issue. It was not spending my time on the right things. So then by choice, I decided to homeschool my kids. I took them out of public school, brought them home, and diminished my time even more, right? So I had all this time and now I don't have as much time. And I still fall into that trap sometimes of being like, gosh, if I just had more time. And then I stop myself and I say, Ashley, it's not a time issue. It's a what are you focusing on? What is the most important thing to you? And focus on those things instead. So there's this incredible quote that I heard once that says, my schedule is far less about what I want to get done and far more about who I want to become. And that has sort of been my motto lately of not jam-packing my schedule with just more, more, more. It's being really particular and really intentional about what I spend my time doing. So if you want to learn more about time blocking, you can grab that free masterclass over at thepurposegathering.com slash productivity. But I want to give you just a brief overview about what I talk about in that masterclass so you sort of have an idea of where we're heading here. So the first step is going to be choosing your system. How are you going to be organizing your schedule? Step two is all about creating a master task list. That's writing down all the things that you're responsible for. Then you're going to focus on deciding what time blocks you actually need. So depending on your personal life and depending on the schedule of your children, if they're home with you all day or if they go to school or daycare, things like that, you're going to have some different time blocks that you might need. Some could include personal time blocks or family time blocks, errands, household, or actual work. So you're going to decide what time blocks you need and then figure out when, what days and times you plan to implement those time blocks. And then number four, you're going to assign the tasks. So now that you have this list of tasks and you have your time blocks set aside, you're going to take each task and assign it within its corresponding time block. And make sure that these tasks are specific. So don't just say clean the house between 3 and 4 p.m. You're going to actually get specific and say what tasks are you going to do during that time. And then also being very strict about sticking to the time. So I've used this analogy before, but just like when you were in high school and you would go to math class and the bell would ring, you wouldn't just keep working on math. You would pack up your math stuff, you would put it in your backpack, and you would walk on over to your next class and you would take out your book for the next class, which let's say it's science. Same thing. When science is over, you're going to pack it up and you're going to move on to the next time block. You're not going to let that first time block overflow into the second time block because then you're going to be behind on those tasks. So it's always making sure that you are staying within that boundary for what task you have at hand. And if you don't finish that task, then you have a decision to make. You can either put it on the schedule for tomorrow Or you can stay up a little bit later and finish it. I mean, I don't really recommend that, but I know that that is a possibility. And you'll have to figure out another way to get that time in. Now, my favorite way to do this is to create a time block 
in your schedule every day that's titled margin. And that's basically a nothing time block so that you have time to make up things if they went a little bit late. You can also adjust time. So if you start to see a pattern, this is why I love time tracking when you're working on a task, is you can go back and say, you know what, this editing took me a lot longer than I thought. Maybe I need to give myself more time when I am doing an editing block. And then when you move forward, scheduling your next week's time blocks, you'll know, okay, I need a little bit more time for editing. Now, real quick, before I continue, I want to mention two incredible complimentary episodes that I think would go really nicely with this one, and they're episode number 69 and 70. So episode 69 is called Setting the Tone and Following Through. And the second episode is how to handle distractions and interruptions. So these two episodes are going to be really helpful um, as well when it comes to executing your business goals. And it will also help for your personal goals because let's be real, distractions happen all the time and we have to be prepared for them. So I mentioned this next piece in last week's episode and I like to call it the shiny object list. So this is going to be a really helpful tool when it comes to executing your business goals because this list is going to live on Trello or in a note on your phone or whatever other task management system you use. I want you to keep a shiny object list. And this list is going to be where you put down all of those incredible ideas of things that you want to accomplish. Because if you're anything like me, you tend to get a lot of really good ideas. They fly into your head and you're all of a sudden your wheels are spinning and you're like, ooh, I could do this and I could try this and maybe I should do this. And all of a sudden you are going down a rabbit hole of something that was not on your goal list to begin with. And now what that does is it shifts your focus. It slows down momentum towards reaching those goals. And it also, quite honestly, can derail you from those goals for good. And we don't want that to happen. And so what I would love for you to do is after you have solidified those goals, make that shiny object list somewhere that you can access it readily. I have one and anytime a great idea comes into my mind or an app that I really want to try or a new software program or I heard this new thing that my friend was talking about, I add it to that shiny object list. And then when I am going through and I'm doing my monthly reviews and I'm doing my quarterly reviews, I can look back at that list and say, hey, do any of these align moving forward with my next set of goals? And if they do, that's great implement them, put those into your system. But if not, leave them on that list. Okay, and finally, I want to talk about this next piece that I think is really important. And that is accountability. That is finding someone who is not afraid to hurt your feelings and will actually speak truth into your life when you come to them with a question or a idea for your business. They will keep you accountable when you tell them, you know, oh my gosh, this is what I'm going to do in my business. And they can say, wait a minute, how does that align with your goals? 
You need someone that can hold you accountable, whether that be a trusted friend or a mentor or your spouse. You need someone other than yourself to hold you accountable. But in addition to someone else holding you accountable, you need a way for you to hold yourself accountable. And so how I like to do this is doing a weekly check-in, doing a pulse check on your heart and really seeing how things are going in your business. How are things going in your personal life? Because let's be really honest. That's what this podcast is all about. It's about real authentic honesty. And your business is 100% affected by how things are going in your personal life. And if things are not going well personally, your business will suffer. So I want you to be very clear every single week on what the pulse of your heart is. How are you feeling personally? How is it affecting your business? And I want you to go through that workbook. And I have a sample weekly check-in that I want you to go through and and think about. And you can print this off multiple times. You can paste it in your journal. That's what I like to do. And it just prompts me to check in and see how things are going and make sure that I'm staying on path with what I am supposed to be doing. And then during this check-in, I also like to think about, well, what's coming up ahead for the week? What are my my uh, action steps for the week. And then I can reflect on those as well. Same thing for the month. You want to have a monthly check-in with yourself of, am I staying on track? Where am I, you know, falling behind? What are the potential struggles that I'm facing? Where, Where do I need support? All of those questions can be really impactful and help you navigate moving forward so that you're not getting off path and further and further away from your goals. And then you want to do a quarterly check-in as well and review what's going on and make sure that moving forward into the new quarter that you have a clear, actionable, simplified plan. Okay, mama, how are you feeling right now? Let's do a heart check. I want to know after going through this whole series how are you feeling? Are you feeling a little bit overwhelmed? Are you feeling excited? It's my hope that you're feeling super energized and pumped and ready to tackle this new year, that you have a plan and you are going through these steps with me and you are thinking big picture. You're taking action. You're putting aside the time to plan your personal life. You're taking the time to plan your business. And you have the clear structure in place in order to execute all of those goals. If you enjoyed this series, I would love for you to share it with a friend. You can screenshot this episode Tag me at The Purpose Gathering and let your friends know about the series. I think this is so helpful for so many people. I know that it has been for me. And so I just want to share that with you. And again, if you are interested in hopping into 2022 with a more clear, actionable plan and to actually have the foundational principles that you need to build a profitable photography business and you want the support along the way for how to do that, we'd love to have you inside the Side Hustler to CEO program. 
If you're even thinking about it just a little bit and you're like, gosh, I'm super interested, please book a call with me. I would love to chat with you and see if this program would be a good fit. And if not, I will 100% let you know and point you in the direction of something that I feel like would be a better fit. And again, you can schedule that discovery call over at thepurposegathering.com slash coaching. As always, Mama, I am here rooting for you, and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things, and life is about more than just surviving. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. To become a part of our free online community and connect with like-minded mom photographers, head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this girl, and I can't wait until next time.